Welcome to Head to Table. It's the comedy podcast where two friends design a brand new tabletop RPG for you to play, and then we'll play test it out for you as well. I'm Tom Rawson. And I am Tom Snowden. Hey Tom, how's it going? Yeah, pretty good, thanks man. Had a uh, D&D game last night go a little bit awry. Uh, oh, the, how come? Well, they just spent the last, like, in, in real time, in our time, they'd spent the last, I think, three months trying to rescue Castle Never in Neverwinter um, from all <laughs> of these 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 invading drow. Um, or is it drow? I never really know what the pronunciation's supposed to be. I'm sure our listeners will tell me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, so trying to rescue the castle, uh, and they did so, and they finally were free, but someone had fallen in the battle um, with, this, with this cursed item um, alongside him. And and in his death, there was like this, uh, this kind of like death sequence I had where he sort of encountered the sentient spirit of this this cursed item um, and went through these various quests. And they reincarnated him and he chose, I, I gave him like various offers, like deals that the magic item would offer him. And basically it offered him plus two to any stats he wanted in exchange for destroying the entire city. So he, he just took it. He just took it like a madman. I was like, there's no way he's just, He's going to He'll this, take this deal. I mean, he's like supposed to be true neutral. It's <laughs> just like no. Nah. I suddenly have a very strong opinion on what should be done. <laughs> yep, exactly that. So that's the- what makes the game say. This is why we love these kind of games, right? We're like things happen that you can't plan for and expect for and, and that's the, the the joy of all these games and why we love making them and playing them. Absolutely, absolutely, Tom. And speaking of loving and playing tabletop RPGs, uh, Tom, I've got a Tom and Tom's Game Nomicon for you. Ooh, okay. So if you could explain uh, one of these jargon terms so common in tabletop RPGs to people that might not be quite so aware of it, Tom, could you explain to me the term min-maxing? Absolutely, I can. So min-maxing is a way of playing. Um, it's somewhat... Well, it depends on it depends on who you're playing with. Some people find it a bit disagreeable; they frown on it a little bit. But the idea is that as you're building your character, uh, you choose your stats very carefully um, in such a way as to uh, minimise the risks that you face and maximise uh, your uh, your your abilities in in a certain area. So rather than having like a a kind of rounded character with some uh, you know, it, it expected flaws. You might you might have a character who's um, outrageously strong, uh, capable of destroying everything in his path, um, but also uh, somewhat stupid. Um, and and you've kind of maximised the efficiency of your character, perhaps over the uh, the kind of uh, the norms, and made your character hyper efficient. Exactly, fantastic description, Tom. There, I love it. Okay, for today's episode, Tom, I've got a uh, idea for us to tackle and a game for us to create. Okay, all right, I am, I am ready. <laughs> okay, Tom, let me ask you this: What is everyone's favourite series of young adult books about a magical boy uh, in a realm <laughs> pulled into a realm he can't possibly understand? Um, well, I mean, I think you're, you're leading me on here because, I mean, the obvious answer is is Harry Potter. No, it's Percy Jackson and the Lightning oh, Thief. Oh, God damn that, it. That hot IP uh, <laughs> that obviously was such a success that they... I, I didn't, did they do any follow-up movies? I don't know. I'm just pulling your magical <laughs> leg, Tom. Of course it's Harry Potter. Um, oh, and, and so as not to uh, invoke the fear of J.K. Rowling's uh, all-powerful uh, legal goblins. Mm, um, the army. Which, Yes, we must be very careful in designing a game about a magical world of witchcraft and warlockery um, to avoid referring to certain characters and places and names. But basically... So, so those objects that shall not be named. Exactly, yes. <laughs> so our, the basic brief is, Tom, I want to create a world of, uh, of, of magical wonder, perhaps based around being at school. But more importantly, uh, the kind of twist I want would be so mental... Playing a lot with the idea of the intense deus ex machina that is uh, so very apparent throughout all of uh, Mr. Potter's adventures. I want some kind of mechanic where players can literally, while they're playing the game, just say a nonsense word <laughs> when casting a spell. And I want us to have like a mechanistic like idea of what then happens. Is this, is this intended as some kind of 
slight insult about about <laughs> the books that shall not be named. Ever so slightly. I remember there's a there's a a, a wizard fight at the end of um, oh, that really long one that was uh, not necessarily long at all. Uh, Order of the Phoenix, where. Um, two powerful characters who shall not be named uh, have a big wizard fight. I remember watching it in the film and I'm just like, how on earth are they possibly like conjuring this up uh, in any way? So like, I summon a giant whirlwind of glass. Well, then I turn them into butterflies and then uh, wait, you say, oh wow, have you not have you not seen all the films, Tom? Um, I I hate to admit this, Tom, and, and when you said we weren't going to mention the the uh, the films and the and the books, I, I was quite delighted because yeah, I I haven't really engaged that much with with Harry Potter. Tom, are you not are you not a, a Potterhead? Uh, no, I, I'm actually, you know, I'm I'm an old Tom. I am an old. <laughs> I'm an old man. <laughs> well then, uh, Tom, this is the perfect transition then into this episode's cut of Gore in the Four. <laughs> Let's play Gore in the Four. Let's play Gore in the Four. I took the initiative in creating the internet. Okay, Tom, it's Gore on the Four, but I have a slight magical twist on this one. For this time, Gore on the Four is not about our beloved Al Gore, but Ooh. instead a bizarre random character I found on the Harry Potter wiki called Hesphaestus Gore. Oh, okay. Basically, um, I was just shocked that while Googling for anything Al Gore might have ever said about Harry Potter, that in quite the same way that the Star Wars lore is ludicrously detailed mm. with an unnecessary amount of additions so too is the harry potter detail so tom i'm gonna give you four facts oh god about this give you non about this non-canon character from the extended universe of harry potter yeah according to his appearances it's only in uh something called wonder book book of spells and something called pottermore as well <laughs> um so which of these four facts about beloved hesphaestus gore uh is a lie <laughs> Okay, I'm ready. So, one of the things about Hesphaestus Gore, Tom, is that he was Minister of Magic from 1752 to 1770. But was either, one, he first became Minister of Magic when his predecessor had to resign during the Goblin Rebellions, specifically when the Goblins joined forces with the werewolves. (laughs) Okay, okay. Option number two, he officiated a famous broom race from Aberdeen to Rome. Interesting. Option three... He led a full renovation. One of his policies as Minister of Magic was he invested a lot of money into a full renovation of Azkaban, the wizarding jail. Ooh, okay. I've heard of that. Or the final option, he invented a special new kind of wand, specifically one where the core is made of fairy wings. Oh, okay. Okay. Hmm. Interesting. Well... (sighs) I, do, I, I honestly don't know anything about Harry Potter, so this is extremely difficult. Like, are fairies, are fairies brutalized in this world? Is that, is that, a, is that a thing? Uh, what, I can't give you any spoilers, Tom. What, what, are, what are their attitudes towards goblins? <laughs> um, uh, I, don't think, I don't think a broom race is enough to get you a Wikipedia page or a Harry Potter Wikipedia page. Um... So, I am going to go with option number one. His predecessor was killed by some goblin insurrection. Uh, You're incorrect, I'm afraid. Um, Specifically, uh, he was elected Minister of Magic after his predecessor, Basil Flack, was forced to resign after just two months during the height of the goblin rebellions. Oh, okay. I see. Uh, apparently, actually, Gore successfully put down a number of revolts by the magical beings, uh, although historians feel his refusal to contemplate rehabilitation programs for werewolves ultimately led to more attacks. No, uh, the one that I made up was, of course he didn't come up with fairy wing one cause, Tom. That's Damn. ridiculous. I can't believe he didn't pick up on that. Well, that's that's. I did actually think that was, yeah, ingenuine on the basis that why would they kill fairies? But I, yeah. I, I screwed up my, my listening and comprehension skills. I prefer to think that Mr. Hesphaestus Gore actually is our beloved Al Gore. And he thought like, hey, I've been boss of, um, you know, Magic uh, UK. Maybe I'll be the boss of non-Magic America instead. (laughs) 
and uh, he just sadly all all the magic in the world couldn't help him beat that ingenious George W. Bush. Yeah. One day we're going to have to make the RPG of that experience. We are. We uh, definitely are. And every single scene will be a gore in the four. <laughs> anyway, that was our gore in the four. Okay, Tom, back to developing our game of magical school wonderment. So like I said, the key thing I want to get down first, um, it could well up if we're short of time, the only thing we get, um, is some mechanic where players, all spells, basically players can say nonsense words and then we have some kind of table where we can work out exactly what happens. Now I think it's okay to have, obviously it's going to be very hard to get a specific meaning to every imaginable sound, um, but I think that's kind of, I think kind of the fun in this is how unexpected the outcomes are and i think literally it could be different each time you know even if you say the same word twice perhaps it is slightly different as long as there's some basic you know mild rules to explain what happens okay okay yeah Yeah. i've had one initial idea um but i think it definitely needs a bit of working i'm just going to hit you with it and see see what you think of so far right i think the the first kind of like letter in each syllable Okay. Could respond to a, a basic element. So, like for every letter of the alphabet, there is some kind of element like fire, lightning, um, water, things like that. We have a long list. Okay. Uh, and so, if you say like a particularly long one, perhaps you can like also combine these elements in an interesting way. So, if someone says like, oh, fomini fling, uh, or no, that's a bad example. If they say, Fomini ham and maybe like f means fire and h means water you might be like okay there's a bit of fire and water here so steam might be a good like way to imagine the two of those combined right Mm, okay and then all i think it needs is some way to then interpret how this element manifests itself either is it summoned is it um is something transformed is something you know to explain more about the effect like what that steam what that element then does so we need to work out what that means and also how we can interpret it okay yeah no i mean i i like the general idea but yeah all, all we're missing is there's something else other than you know like which letters appear um maybe like it's something with how the word sounds i mean like if it sounds more like a sort of latin string of things maybe it's a, a like attacking spell something you know or Maybe if it sounds like gobbledygook, it's uh, I don't know. Like I feel there needs to be just some other. So hang on, I'm just trying. To, I'm just trying to imagine actual play with this uh, this game you've created. So the idea is, yeah. we're sat around the table and we're facing the big bad, uh, and you just yell out all of a sudden a uh, a a a series of nonsense words at me, and then we all go to our book and consult for a a series uh, through until we've worked out what the the different component parts of the spell are and how to combine them. Is that right? Basically, yes. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) It sounds like an intense experience. You make a very good point. Like, if the tables are too complicated, it's going to slow down play a lot. So maybe we do just keep it as that very simple elements thing and leave it entirely to the GM Mm. sort of explain what happens and in the, i want this to be a very silly game that kind of pokes fun at the the mythos in some way and in my head the idea is anything that happens um I, you you say what you're trying to do so if you're trying to unlock a door and you say your nonsense spell you then describe like what happens so if you accidentally said things that were like force and fire or something perhaps you literally like just force the board, the door down with a fireball and it's yeah, like okay. oh, there we go i surpassed the the the, the issue Okay, so we've got something working here. We've got the idea of, you know, wanting to randomise spells. Is there anything else you want to add to that? So, I, I mean, I think I think the the list of spells idea is, is pretty solid. And I really like the, the general concept of saying dumb words at my friends. Yeah. But, but I, I don't know if it is actually that randomised at the moment. Like, it sort of feels like mm. we have, like, you know, you, you just... You just sort of learn certain elements and how they go together um and one thing you were, you were sort of hinting at earlier was whether this spell is is like a certain school or something mm, now mm. maybe maybe we just roll for that maybe maybe you always have like a little bit of a lack of control about that so maybe it could be something like it could be something like a d6 and a five or six is whatever school you want and then yep. a one two three four for example are like different certain schools just like random ones so it could be something like conjuration um abjuration 
So conjuration might be Ooh. summoning of something. The abjuration yep. might be some kind of magical like effect on your body or something. Yep. Uh, and then I don't know what would the what would the others be. Maybe maybe one could be like divination or something. <laughs> yes, I like where this is going. This is a very cool idea. And like, so is the, yeah. So should we have five main schools then? Well, I'm thinking I'm thinking four main schools, and then and then you always want to choose one of those, and that basically means that you always have a three in six chance ah, of getting yes, what you want of what you want yes yes but then you have a yeah you have a a three and six chance of not getting <laughs> remotely what you wanted so you're kind of halfway there in your training as a wizard but maybe you're just like still okay i like this this is very good yeah yeah i like that okay so what's our school so is that it so you say your nonsense word and explain what you're trying to do and then a preference on how that yeah forms? so you say like okay. you say like something i you know I, I you say the word and the words maybe mean something like uh maybe just cold and water and it means ice and you're saying mm-hmm. conjuration you want to do conjuration um, and so what you're trying to do there is summon a wall of ice to to shield yourself for example nice <clears throat> yeah but but you roll the 1d6 and it might be it might be that it might be that it's a that it's conjuration but it might be that instead um you just well, it might be that it's abjuration and you make, yeah, maybe abjuration makes you immune to cold damage or something and you suddenly feel yeah. permanently warm and cozy. Um, or, or you accidentally like just freeze your legs and you're straight into the spot <laughs> yeah, in some way. Exactly. Yeah. Like it could be, it could be, in fact, maybe, maybe if it's, maybe if it's not the one you want, it goes, it has, it yes, has to go yes. badly. So it's like, yeah, like you say, yes. it's like you suddenly get incredibly cold and you can barely move your legs because they're frozen in, in place. Um, That's good. I really like that. Plus, maybe you can build, maybe you can have boosts. And so, I don't know how you'd change the roll, but perhaps you get like advanced, you get to roll twice if you've got like a certain skill level in certain schools. So maybe if you're, and that kind of encourages yeah. a certain way of playing. So if you're playing someone who's really good at conjuration, you always think like, okay, what can I summon to help me out here? Can I think of anything that would, that would help? You okay, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I really like that. So yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe there's there's four schools, and you get to choose to be skilled in one of them as your like yeah. character yeah. creation. And for that one, you can you can roll twice uh, on the d6 always um, and yeah. take whichever result you prefer. Um, yeah. So yeah, what what would our schools be? I mean, I don't know about Harry Potter, but I think I think conjuration and and maybe alchemy are things. Uh, yep, there is. Well, well, there's no alchemy class. There is, is potions. There? Oh, class. potions, potions. Yeah. There we go. Well, we, um, we could go once again, airing my my ignorance. I must be annoying so many Harry Potter fans right now. <laughs> I would say I'm sorry, but I'm not. <laughs> conjuration, abjuration. Uh, yeah. What else do we want? So the idea of bring something, of changing something. Like manipulating Ooh, something. Trans- transmutation. Yeah, that's a good one. Transmutation, I think, is a good one. So, oh, isn't that what abjuration is? I think. I, what is abjuration? Yeah, let me let me double check that. <laughs> abjuration. Oh, I remember this now because I had an abjurer in one of my games. Magic that blocks, banishes, or protects. Okay. Okay. So yeah, abjuration is all about cancelling out some other magical effect. Okay. Yeah, we could we could do that. Well, which which four do we think are the most pressing? to a a an earnest wizard in a in yeah i think abjur because abjur you can still it's still quite broad like it's not just about cancelling stuff out but it's anything that you can argue is abjuration right that's either protecting or banishing or, you know, or right you know. okay okay so i'll go abjuration i think conjuration or summer summoning has to be one yeah of them. definitely definitely um so definitely transmutation then in that case as well. I definitely think transmutation should be there, like in actually changing the form of something in some way. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And maybe that could also be like things like polymorphing yourself or transforming yourself into like a different yeah, form. Yeah, yeah. I'm tempted to then say illusion, but I think you could argue Ooh. that gets pulled under conjuration still. It's just that you're yeah. conjuring like a mental image instead. Yeah, yeah, I so think I- that's fair. So necromancy, shit. <laughs> Harry, Potter, <laughs> Harry Potter just got dark. Okay, first years. Uh, first you have potions <laughs> lesson, and then you have necromancy, <laughs> Professor Malefico. <laughs> I prefer to imagine it's just like some like greasy metal head <laughs> throwing up the signs of the beast as he's like. All right, first years. Today we're bringing back frogs. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> it's taught by a zombie, obviously, as well. <laughs> yes, a metal zombie. <laughs> Um, 
I guess the last fourth school then could be evocation, I suppose. Oh, okay. Um, like blasting your enemies. Yeah, like uses of energy purely in some way. Yeah, yeah. Like actual force being applied. Cool. Well, I think that is a good list. Yeah, I think those are all the ones you'd want to use on the fly. I feel like if you wanted, like, magical effects that might fall out of those schools, you could argue, like, divination requires more sort of pre-sight and, you know, more planning and probably wouldn't be used on the fly type sort of thing, if you know what I mean. And we can deal with that another time. I think these are a good four schools to have. Maybe maybe abjuration could encompass sort of more... Yeah, maybe abjuration could just encompass all of the other things. Maybe it just means wizard's magic. Because I imagine <laughs> the, the, other, the other three are very, like, like very usable in every day, right? Like the, the other yeah. thing, like, are like very everyday, like mundane kind of things. But mm, that's true. Yeah. Like abjuration is quite wizard inside inside wizards magic. That is true. Yeah, like abjuration, you could probably yeah mix in with general yeah. enchantment or something. Yeah. 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 Okay. Maybe yeah, abjuration like like just how about we just call the fourth one that's abjuration just wizardy shit. <laughs> Welcome to fourth year wizardy shit. <laughs> this today we learn how to tell the future. Although just like magical miscellany. <laughs> yeah, no, I like wizardy shit. Welcome to our everything else class. <laughs> yeah, no, it's wizardy shit. It's wizardy shit. Wizardy shit it is. Okay. Duration is now wizardy shit. Yep. Right. Cool. Okay, Tom. Uh, do you want to like head to a table or something? Yeah, I think let's uh, head to table. Fantastic. And welcome back. Uh, in the break, me and Tom... That's me. <laughs> ...came up with 26 uh, raw elements to use to assign each letter of the alphabet. Uh, we decided not to keep in the entire discussion of all 26, but here's a few uh, highlights of our discussion. Right, elements. So the, the obvious four, first of all, are fire, water, air and earth, right? Yep, lightning or electricity. Cold is one, then. Uh, maybe like light and dark for literally like yep. illuminating and, and darkening things. Metal could be a good one. How about flora and fauna could be two different ones. Wow, okay, yep. Like force, like actual like physically moving things, like actual pure like kinetic blast in some, some, some kind of way. Yep. Um, time, I think should be one. How about weapon element? <laughs> Just like, yep, I like knives weapons. and shit. <laughs> yeah, okay, let's put weapon in. I like that. Gravity? Uh, yeah, gravity sounds good. How about the force of love? Love's good. <laughs> let's put love in. I really like love. And hate as well? Or Yes, okay, yep, let's do love and hate. Man, I'm going to combine fauna and love. Harry Potter's about to get bestial. <laughs> <laughs> How about uh, spirit or like ghost in some way? Uh, yeah, sure. I think you could argue rock is different from earth, perhaps. Could you? I mean, this is this is some serious BS. I would be I would be pissed off if I was an earth elemental and I'd had both metal and rock stolen from me. I'd be like, well, I guess I'm just a pile of sand. I'm soil now. <laughs> yeah. I'm a soil elemental. At least okay, I'm top well soil. Ele next element, top soil. How about slime? Slime. Okay. Um, that well-known element. Yeah, I guess I can. I guess. It, or is that a com combination one? I feel like water and water. Ooh, that's and true, actually. Earth yeah. or something might make slime. Or that makes mud. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Maybe we need chemical and acid. Oh, yeah, and like, po or like poison, disease in some way. What about just other chemicals, though? Like, where, where do they all come in? Ah, probably Earth in that case. What about if I want a noble gas? <laughs> well, you better. <laughs> 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 what 
What about if I want a scoundrel's gas? <laughs> <laughs> what if I want an alkali metal? Oh no, you've summoned lithium and water. <laughs> oh no, oh no, Harry. <laughs> ah, you can call me Heisenberg. <laughs> Harrysenberg. Um, yeah, uh, weather. We could have, like, life and death. Mmm, nice, nice, I like it. Um, so, okay, so I could do fauna and death, and that just gets me... A mound of dead rabbits just comes <laughs> spilling out your wand. Like, <laughs> you just get, you just get just a like... pile of perfectly cut meat and, like, and like some leather and a pile of furs. <laughs> oh, that's good. <laughs> yeah, mental element, that's fair. Uh, what about what about sex magics? <laughs> the sex elements. Oh no, Harry! Summoned a t oh god, a torrent of oh I don't even want to look. <laughs> I I just cast fauna and sex. I didn't. What have I done? Wizard like PH PHSE lessons are very different. <laughs> We're gonna learn sex magics now. Oh dear. Uh, so yeah, um, se sex is that one. I don't think so. Oh. What about what about we get a little bit cyberpunk with this and go with digital magic? <laughs> digital magic. <laughs> Maybe that's um metal and electricity though. Actually in the Harry Potter books as well, it's somehow like basically like muggle electric items don't work properly around magic. Right. Well that's Which, shit. Like Opens up so many more questions. Like one of the one of them brings a Game Boy to Hogwarts, and it just doesn't work. What are they going to do? If technology reaches a point where it becomes more powerful than magic, like if if we reach a point in like our Muggle technology, our stupid Muggle technology, that it's just more effective than their their wizard magic, they're not able to ever use it, right? I mean, there's so many bits in Harry Potter books where the wizards are like amazed by very basic like muggle things right they're like wow they've they don't even need like like cigarette lighters and things like that like they just wizards never even think it's like develop certain things even i just guess like basic construction like mathematics because all their ridiculous buildings are held up by like by magic i see i see so it's actually like a really shit education in a way going to hogwarts like if you were to, <laughs> yeah. like you train i trained for years as an architect at hogwarts <laughs> i've mastered all of the main styles and skills and like you're like you present your qualification you go you build the skyscraper and today 800 people were killed when <laughs> Slytherin, Slytherin, chief architect for the <laughs> fucking idiot, <laughs> thought that uh, an entire skyscraper could levitate on a single marble. <laughs> oh god, that's so good. Um, I mean, you're still pushing back against sex magic, but yeah, uh, I am pushing back against sex magic. Are you pushing um, back so hard that we're, you know, grinding? <laughs> Grind magic. <laughs> blood? Yeah, blood. Dark, I like that. Should we put blood in? Like, you could argue, like, you could also interpret it as just, like, evil yeah. in general. Like, yeah. those in blood magics. So, like, oh no, Hedda, you did a forbidden spell just because it had the syllable T in it. <laughs> <laughs> Never cast a spell with a T in, Harry. That's lesson one. <laughs> yeah. Here are the forbidden sounds. Never make the death sound. Never make the ghost sound. Never make the blood sound. Even in normal conversation. <laughs> You're just no longer... These letters are prohibited to you. Oh no, it's time to... Blood magic. Here are your new dictionaries. They say, like, tearing out huge <laughs> chunks of pages. How about... Dimensional element. <laughs> I've got it. Dance. Ooh. The element of dance. Dance magics. Yeah. Okay, so we're done. We've got our elements. Tom, all that we need now before we properly start the playtest is a name for the game. Ooh. I wonder if we can't... Can we do a pun on, like, a, a Harry Potter book? Can it be called, like... Well, I think I'm going to go with Gary Rotter as my character name. So does that... Does that influence it could be like our Gary Rotter and the questionable tabletop RPG? That's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> Gary Rotter and the very dangerous school. <laughs> Gary Rotter and the crimes of Pringle from <laughs> uh, Gary Rotter and the prisoner of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that was very good.
Gary Rotter and the Half-Baked Game. That's pretty good. <laughs> Although that might suggest this is a game about getting higher. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> That's another good idea. We can, if we can get a celebrity guest on, if we can get Seth Rogen on. Yeah, Tom, write that down. RPG idea. Seth Rogen presents... Getting high at Hogwarts. How about uh, Gary Rotter, the tale of the Dumble Toms. Just the dumb Toms. The d- oh, I the, see. No. Yeah, um, really didn't work. Yeah, didn't stick yeah. around in there. Just, let's just elide over that. <laughs> Gary Rotter and the Wizards of the Coast. Yes, that's very good. <laughs> Gary Rotter and Paizo's Stone. <laughs> very good. Uh, <laughs> Gary Rotter and the Missing Ofsted Inspection. <laughs> How about Gary Rotter and the Philosopher's Dice? <laughs> that's very good. Yes, that's it. That's the one. Let's have that. Okay. All right. Perfect. Okay, then. Tom, it's time to begin playing Gary Rotter and the Philosopher's Dice. As your character, you get to pick them one school of magic to specialise in, and also you can have one known spell, so a spell that you can always use. You don't have to ask me to see if anything weird happens. It will always work successfully. Perfect. Well, I am uh, everyone's favourite boy wizard, Gary Rotter, um, and my chosen domain of expertise is uh, wizardy shit. I am very talented at all the wizardy shit. Um, And... (laughs) My single spell um, is that, I, that I've already familiarised myself with is Eresaurus Presenter uh, is the, the words, and that means a form of basic banishment. So I can banish any inanimate object around me uh, within a certain size limit of, of Thom's discretion <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, to uh, an extra dimensional plane, which I have no awareness where it is. I don't know where any of this stuff goes. <laughs> It might actually just be someone's basement out there in the world. Who knows? All I know is that it gets rid of that stuff. Honey, more weird stuff's appeared in the basement. Eresaris presenter. <laughs> Fantastic, Tom. Well, in that case, I'm going to start the game off um, with almost like a, a little flashback sequence just to reveal Ooh. your bits. So where, before he realised he was a warlock, where did... Gary Rotter sort of live. Uh, Orpington? Orpington it is. Gary, uh, it is the week before your 11th birthday and you are at home in the living room uh, just watching some telly with your mum and dad. Your mum's doing some knitting. (gasps) They're alive. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I mean, I'm sorry. (laughs) I I, I got confused about who I was there for a moment. Uh, It's it's very nice and relaxed uh, when suddenly you hear a knock at the door. And uh, your dad must. Oh, would you mind getting that, Gary? And just see who that is. <gasps> dad, I'm playing on my Nintendo Switch. <laughs> oh, come on. Check it- out this branding for the Nintendo Switch. It has all these excellent features. <laughs> I'm playing the popular video game, Zelda Breath of the Wild. This episode brought to you by. <laughs> Strangely, Nintendo, Nintendo you, who decided to just bring <laughs> Harry Potter down a peg. <laughs> Nintendo, if you, if you ever want to sponsor us, I love the Switch. I love what you did with it. It's, it's great. Yeah, we'll <laughs> fund you, boys, but it's time that J.K. Rowling got a taste of her own mess. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, everyone. Uh, no, instead, Gary Potter, Gary Rotter. <laughs> God, I can already see what way this is going. Instead, Gary Rotter um, says... Uh, Oh, um, yeah, uh, sure thing, Dad. Uh, and he hops down off the, the sofa and heads to the door. Uh, and, yeah, like, opens it up. You open it up to, you sort of peer up to this incredibly large and intimidating figure of a man that must be standing, like, eight feet tall with broad shoulders. This, like, large, horribly unkept beard with, like, a bit of spittle sort of dripping down the mouth. Uh, he looks crazed and dirty. <laughs> and he goes, Gary <laughs> Rotter. Uh, oh, uh, 
Hello there, sir. Gary Rotter! Gary Rotter! You are a warlock, Gary! A warlock, you say? A warlock, Gary! You're a very important boy, Gary. I gingerly pats you on the I head. I just slam the door and run back inside. I'm like, Dad, there's some weird guy. He's, he's out there. Stranger danger. There is a Stranger crash danger. as the door just gets pushed on its hinges. The man sort of stumbles in. Gary, come back. Gary, where are you, Gary? Come to me now, Gary. Um, I am like I'm like hiding behind my dad's leg Is my dad doing anything? I think he's just like Who's this then? Oh sorry for intruding Mr Rutter I'm I'm Shrugred I'm Shrugred and I bring a message Gary Gary is a warlock and he must come To begin his studies at Hobbleflots, the school of witching and warlock array. Dad, Dad, he's, he's broken into our house. Well, what a Someone... fantastic opportunity, Gary. We weren't no, sure about no. saying this. Mum, call. Come here now, Gary. I am your daddy now, Gary. Um, and he sort of just hoi- picks Dad, you up by the scruff Dad. of the neck. Goes, Gary, calm down. You're not just any warlock, Gary. <laughs> Gary, Gary. Gary, I'm, calm I'm down. Squirming. I'm trying to like, Dad, Mom, save me, Gary, please. He presses like a thick index finger to your lips. He says, "You're the ch- you're the chosen one, Gary." I try whistling for our dog Fido. Fido, Fido. It's no, it's no use. The finger muffles it. Goes, Gary, you are the chosen one to defeat the dark one. That is why you must begin your study at school, Gary. <laughs> There's just panic in my eye as I realise I can't even say anything anymore. I'm looking around the room, my mum and dad looking at me, up at me, like, delightedly. Like, <laughs> arm in arm as this is the proudest, proudest moment of their life. Thank you so like, much for this like, news, Shagrid. <laughs> panicked horror in my eyes. Who's abducting me? <laughs> There's uh, no time to wait, Gary! <laughs> And I guess the scene ends there. Exactly. I don't know. It, it, we, we fade uh, to instead, like you've been abducted by Shugrid, uh, and he flies you off on like a magical motorbike. Um, uh, he's, <laughs> he's already bought you. He's like, I got your box of things, Gary. I got, I got, I got your magic robes. And there's like some I'll, very I'll wear, like... I'll wear, your, I'll wear your pretty thing, Shagrid, please. And I got your magic God, wand. No, there's no, like a crooked no, stick no. as well that he passes to you. We, we fade up to you in the... You've arrived at uh, Hobbleflots, the school of witching and warlockery. And uh, you are in the... The Great Hall. Uh, there's a feast of food before you, and there's a whole host of other like children nearby. Some of them seem a little nervous, like you, and other ones just see like completely like this is the norm, and are just you know chowing down on this food. Um, I think I turned to the boy nearest to me. I'm like, what the hell is going on? Did did that did, did that big guy just just bring you here? Hey, fellow. Yes, uh, oh, you mean Thugrid? Yeah, he, he just abducted me from my house. And he's a delight, was... isn't it? My name's Donald. Donald Paisley. I, I wasn't even able to pick up my, my Nintendo Switch. Oh, you won't need that here. We'll have lots of fun with magic, you and me. Right, magic. I see. You're you're insane too. That's that's fine. Donald, stop uh... bothering your boy! To your left, instead, there's a girl there with big sort of bushy hair. Each of them, like their eyes, seem like slightly twitchy. And with this little centre. Hey, it's lovely um, to meet you. Yeah, um, nice to meet you too. I'm, I'm G- Gary, G- Gary Rotter. <gasps> Gary Rotter, the chosen one. Why does everyone keep saying that? I'm, I'm Harriet, and you've already met my friend Donald. H- Harriet and Donald. Well, I, I guess, uh, I guess we'd better stick together in this place, huh? Yeah, that's a good. Oh, wait, look, there's, there's the principal. And everyone sort of quiets down as this very old man with a giant white beard and a little walking stick, like, ugh, <laughs> goes up to a lectern to speak. And he sort of claps his hands softly, but they seem to boom with, a, with, with just, great sound. Sort of whisper to Harriet, uh, another, another weirdo, huh? 
He's the most powerful wizard that ever lived, Harry. Gary? I don't, I don't know why I called you that time. Such poor memory. <laughs> it's, it's a common affliction in this world. My, my parents kept calling me that too. <laughs> and uh, the principal says, Boys and girls, welcome to Hobblefloats, the school of witching and warlockery. I am your headmaster, Professor Dinglemore. <laughs> D- D- Dinglemore, did he say? Dinglemore. Oh, oh D- Dinglemore. Yes. <laughs> I hope you'll have a pleasant time here, but beware. First of all, do not venture to floors three or five. Try to just pass them very quickly. We've lost control of those floors. <laughs> very dangerous, unfortunately. Uh, Why have you brought me here? Another thing, the Dark Lord Voldegore has been spotted around the school. Uh, so if you see him, just just tell a member of staff and we'll try and catch him again. He keeps, he keeps seeming to get away. Why am I... Oh, God. I was happy at my normal school. Welcome to the world of magic. I hope you have a wonderful time. I, I had friends. Why am I here? And I think we, we fade to uh, day one of classes, and you have come along to uh, your uh, transfiguration class. Okay, okay. Uh, and sure enough, you are here with uh, Donald and Harriet, and uh, the professor is uh, a woman steps up and goes, Hello, I am... Professor McMackintosh, and uh, welcome to Transfiguration. Gary is at the back of the room. He looks incredibly tired. His cheeks are stained with uh, <laughs> with tears. <laughs> he's he's changed into clothes because I guess someone forced him to. Um, and like he looks very addled and uh, and upset. Uh, <laughs> I think yeah, you, you you tried to run away and just like every time. <laughs> Shanko finds her. You've got a lost again, Harry. <laughs> Harry. Why does everyone keep calling me that? And uh, Professor McMacintosh says, I'd like to have a volunteer for our, for our first lesson, please. Uh, you at the back there, uh, Mr. Rutter. I, 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 didn't, I didn't volunteer at all, but I guess, oh, okay. Um... All right. I steel myself and start walking forwards to the uh, the front of the class, walking past rows of much more together-looking children. He says, okay, class, please get your pens and paper at the ready. Here, Gary is going to show us something. <laughs> now, and she points a sort of training dummy on the other side of the class. She says, uh, turn that into something else, please, Gary. Turn that into something else. Yes, yes. Here, here in, in, in Warlock World, we, we wave our magic wands... And uh, we say we say a magic word. Uh, so go on, give it a go. That's all there is to it, really. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, oh. Um, pen's ready, please, everyone. Write down what Gary does. Go on, Gary. Don't be scared. Okay. Um. Mm, Mobarius Nintendus. <laughs> and I guess I was trying to do transmutation, right? Yep. So you need to roll so a d six to see if you successfully do uh, this. Yeah. Um, okay, and what number should we say transmutation is normally? I, the way I have the list at the moment is wizardy shit, conjuration, transmutation, and evocation. Okay, sounds good. Yep, so you want a three, five, or six. Um, ooh, I got a three. So something is going to be transmutated somehow. Fantastic. So you cast your spell, and you have unwittingly drawn on the elements of mental and spirit or ghost. Um, <laughs> so you see the training dummy gets sort of like blasts back and spins a bit and it starts to move and like a crude mouth opens up and so it's like oh god I live again I have been dead for a hundred years and I am back as a training dummy is is that something else I I mean I didn't expect anything to happen oh very good Gary very good yes right there everyone's like oh wow they're writing it down fantastically (laughs) the dummy sort of points at you and says you boy you did this to me I'll kill you I'll kill you and it starts limping towards you arms outstretched as it's rushing towards you to try and attack oh, you. Oh, oh, God! Um, uh, and I guess I just go, Rivario, switch us! 
Ravario switches. Okay, so what school are you trying to use here? Um, I guess, like, like on some kind of primitive level, I'm trying to use a evocation to just blast it away. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, I got a two, which is conjuration. So I've summoned something um, in instead. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you have po- called on the elements of dance and death. <laughs> <laughs> so you let out your spell and a skeleton just seems to like grow out of the floor ah, the dance macabre and he, he appears and he's got these little xylophone sticks in his hand and goes hey, hey, hey. oh, oh, hey. oh fellas no. <laughs> who's this guy and shut the chain down he clashes into the crashes into the skeleton and they just embotten it in like this horrific fist fight as they're just beating the shit out of each other and they just sort of roll out the door and Professor McMackintosh just slams it. And it's like, oh, very oh. good, Gary. That was fantastic. Are, are all our classes like this? Uh, y- yes, you're learning very quickly, Gary. I'm very impressed. 23 points to Bifflemore. <laughs> what the hell is Bifflemore? And you see some of the students like, yes, yes, get in. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to win the house trophy for sure. I just like collapse to my knees, gibbering. Okay, I point the, the, the wand at myself and I'm like, hmm. Homus Goas! <laughs> okay, what are you trying to do? <laughs> um, leave this place and go home! Okay, so I guess that's wizardy shit. Okay, so I, I can actually roll twice for this, and it's one or, uh, or five or six, right? Yep. Um, so I got a six immediately. Um, so I succeed with Homus Goas. <laughs> okay, sure enough, you blink out of existence. And you hit the ground uh, as you appear. Uh, you are grasping on for dear life to the top of this very tall tree in this sort of like alpine wasteland. There's like howling winds and snow and you're holding on for dear life onto the top oh of the tree. Oh, God! Ah! <laughs> at which point, <laughs> at which point uh, a, a vision, like a force ghost appears next to you of... Professor Dinglemore says, Everything all right there, Gary? <laughs> um, I, I just wanted to go home, but it brought me to this this forest. Yes, that does happen sometimes. Tricky business, get me, teleporting. Get me down from this tree. Uh, very well, then. Uh, uh, Garius Hieronius. He, he flicks his wrist and shows you sort of crash into the floor of this rather decadent-looking oh. office with uh, Professor oh. Dinglemore sat behind a desk. What the hell is wrong with your health and safety policies? He says, Gary... I could have died! Gary? <laughs> yes, yes, Gary, p- Professor Dinglemore. Come closer, Gary. Um... Oh, oh, okay. okay. <laughs> I sort of like take some tentative steps forward. Gary, I have a very important job for you. Right. What, what does that involve? Gary, as you may remember, I told you the dark wizard Voldegore has been seen on school premises. Yeah, I heard that. It sounds very dangerous. Gary, I'm I, I far guess... too busy to find him, Gary. Let me just compose myself And he would again. be looking for me, Gary. What? I, I don't understand. Gary, I need your help, Gary. You and your friends <laughs> Donald and Harriet, you must find and kill Voldegore for me. K- kill him? You must find him, Gary. <laughs> you, you want me to, to, to kill this, this, this guy who's just lost on the, the ground. It's very important, Gary, and I'll give you ten points for Bifflemore. Uh, you keep, people keep saying that. What does that even mean? Oh, it's very important, Gary. Um, look, why... Uh, why can't one of the teachers take care of him? And, and if he needs to be killed, I mean... He'd be that expecting seems, that, Gary. I mean, why can't you just call the police? No, no, the wizarding police, they're all corrupt, Gary. I don't trust them. <laughs> Uh, oh, they're all in Voldemort's pocket, I tell you. <laughs> this seems really quite suspicious, um, Dinglemore. Yes, I know. That's why only you can be trusted with it, Gary. <laughs> um, well, I guess I am a child and don't really know any better. So, uh, 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 okay, fantastic. You just get me down from that tree, and I am starting to feel some kind of Stockholm syndrome. So. 
He says, uh, uh, very well, I have, I have something that may help you, Gary. What's that? It's an ancient magical artifact that may help you in your quest to kill Voldin. Oh, um, right. I mean, you already gave me this apparently infinitely powerful, incredibly dangerous wand. He reaches into his robes and slams a handgun down on the desk. <laughs> That's <laughs> Dingleball, that's a that's a that's a gun. I know, Gary. <laughs> its power is too great for me. <laughs> Those aren't legal. I don't think you should have that's that. That's why it must be secret, Gary. <laughs> you, you want me to to take this 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 gun? What kind of school is this? He grabs your wrist and sort of closes your fingers oh, around God. the gun. Uh, be careful! You're pressing my you're pressing my trigger finger in. St- stop. Okay, okay. I knew I could oh, count Jesus. on you, Gary. I I don't I don't want this. None of us want our fates, Gary. Uh, uh, for fate, huh? The world is counting on you, Gary. Ch- chosen one, huh? I say, looking at the, the gun and my wand and around this decadent office. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I guess if I'm the chosen one, Good. I guess I've got no choice. Good lad. Off you go now, Gary. <laughs> Kill him as soon as you can. <laughs> and, and, and then can I go home? Yes. Yes, uh, of course. Yes. <laughs> oh, th- thank goodness. Uh, th- thanks again for rescuing through that tree, Dinglemore. Only time, Gary, unless I forget, of course. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll do my best, I say, waving the gun around. <laughs> I think you, you leave the door and sure enough, um, Donald and Harry are walking past like, Oh, there you are, Harry. Yes, um... We heard we meant to be looking for you. What are you doing oh. in Professor Dinglemore's office? Well, um, I... Uh, D- Dinglemore rescued me, you see. I, I accidentally uh, must have teleported myself to some kind of... Uh, I don't know, Switzerland, maybe? Uh, possibly. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, anyway, I, I, he, he gave me this. I hold up a gun. Wow. Very un- unsafely, what? and I like, I like, I like point at things threateningly, and I'm like, yeah, he, he said it's a, a powerful artifact. I've never seen one thing like that before. <laughs> I, I think it's just a handgun. <laughs> I, I like try and like, like open it with all of the knowledge I've had from video games to to release the clip. I, I think you unleash, and the, the clip falls out, and like a, a bullet oh. hits the ground, and like. Oh, the, the horse fires it, and it just hits Donald straight in this chest. It's, oh! <laughs> oh, God! Donald! Donald! Um, and I'm oh, like... Oh, oh, Skuro Anamenta! I point at him. Okay, uh, roll in for, I suppose, wizardy shit. <laughs> okay. Or maybe transmutation, or well, I don't know. Whichever you'd like. I go for transmutation to transmute him to being healthily, not having a wound in him. Okay. Uh, and I rolled a three, which is actually transmutation. I'm rolling pretty well here. Uh, yeah, so uh, a three. Fantastic. You've called upon the elements of fire and death. <laughs> <laughs> so I've transformed him into what exactly? No, what you've done is you've successfully, I think, held him from death and, and, and the bullet just kind of melts and trickles out of the wound and then the, 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 this flame sort of cauterizes the wound before your eyes. I imagine he's in terrible pain. He goes, oh, God. And he grabs him, pulls him, and says, it was a trick, Gary. It was Voldegore. He enchanted the artifact. You must stop him, Gary. I, I can't go on. I can't continue the quest. Wow. Uh, okay. Well, you and Harriet must find him. It's just me and you, Harriet. I guess we should head out into the ground. See if we can, see if we can find this, this Voldigore. Yes. Let's get him. Come on then. Uh, Good luck, Donald. But b- b- bye, Donald. Uh, you walk off. I'm sorry about your terrible burns. Donald passes out from pain, like a pool of blood, <laughs> and like this, this burnt chest, as other students are just like stepping over him. <laughs> <laughs> Harriet, have you been at this school long? Yes, I, I'm. I'm a second year. I've. I've already finished my first year. 
how many students made it through the first year? Well, it's just me and Doran, basically. Uh, oh. From Biffelmore, that uh, is. How many started the year? Oh, uh, about 40 or so, I suppose. Oh, God. Um, right, well... Oh. Tinglemore said that if we if we do this job, we can go home. So, you know, I guess we'll be I guess we'll be safe. Well, what's the plan then, Gary? And you're standing sort of outside the grounds of the school, looking out over sort of the, uh, the forest and the lake. I guess maybe this this wand can do some kind of uh, findio bad man. Findio bad man. Okay, roll successfully. <laughs> form the trick. wizardy shit. Um, okay. Uh, I did, I got a three, which would be in transmutation, but then I rolled a two, uh, which would be conjuration. So, <laughs> um, which of the two bad options? I'll go for conjuration, I guess. Okay. So you had the elements there of uh, metal and water. And what you do is you see forming right in front of you, sort of levitating the air, is this sort of metal bowl that slowly fills with water. And there's a small, like, needle in the middle. And you summed up like a magical compass that seems to be pointing in a certain direction. Oh, well, I, I guess that, that, that works. I mean, it wasn't what I meant to do, but uh, yeah, uh, let's follow the needle, I guess. Sure enough, you, you follow this magical compass that you have summoned. Um, and as you are going, you're following as it seems like change direction every now and then and tug you in a different way. And finally, it brings you to a certain site and the needle starts to sort of spin and the whole thing then just sort of like explodes and, and, and disappears <laughs> oh god my hands are filled with chunks of metal <laughs> I like I like ah, pick them out individually but like i'm bleeding but you know they're mostly kind of just flesh wounds <laughs> my hands sting with pain i'm like this magic is is really painful harriet she says i don't understand why why has the compass brought us here and then suddenly there's like a a swooshing sound as you you look up uh, and behind this tree, which has come to life, and a giant uh, branch seems to like, extend out and tries to come to, to, to stab you straight through. Oh God! Um, I will attempt to I will attempt to uh, freeze the whole tree in place, uh, like make it stiffen back up to the form of a tree. I guess. Okay. Um, and I will do. Uh, Maybe evocation to hold it in a wall of like force. Nice. Okay. Um, and I will do uh, Quinanum Absolundo. Okay. Uh, and I did actually roll a four, which means I succeed. Fantastic. You have summoned the forces of fire and dance. <laughs> uh, and what you see happen is uh, the trace sort of stops just before this, this branch seems to pierce between your eyes and it sort of pulls back. And the tree just starts to like groove and shake to this sort of music that you sort of hear <laughs> off in the distance. And it just gets faster and faster. While Harriet's like, the compass tricked us, Gary. That's the murdering maritime pine. Uh, oh, whoa, those moves are, uh, are on fire. They're lit. It dances more and more and more until eventually like, the friction of the wood and it, the whole thing just goes up in flames. <laughs> oh, shit. And you sort of stumble back. And as you do so, like a figure rushes out, like, "Oh crikey, what happened here? Oh God, are you kids all right?" Um, not really. I mean, everything today has been has been pretty extreme. Um, that that tree just tried to kill me, and then started spontaneously dancing, and then burst into flame. He says, "Oh God, this this waste of of quality wood and this burning. This is this is terrible for the environment." Uh, Sorry, it's nice to meet you. Uh, I'm and Harriet sort of sticks her finger. I know who you are, Gary. It's Lord Voldigore. Oh God, uh, I I'm not supposed to trust you. I I hold out the the handgun. I point it at his his abdomen. He's like, whoa, easy there, kid. Come on, let's not do anything we don't mean to. You, you, you're the one I'm supposed to kill and, th and then I can go home. I'm telling you, kid, you're being tricked. Okay, that school is full of lunatics. We've got to get you out of there. A tear is rolling down my face. I've never killed anyone before. We don't have to start I... now. Gary, was it? Come on, it sort of edges towards you slowly. Give me the gun, Gary. Uh, uh, I, I sort of back up and I'm like, um, I, I, um, I, uh, I 
drop the gun on the floor just in in between us um like just in the middle of the of the clearing okay and as he approaches i hold out my wand and i'm like oh god forgive me and i say uh protesio legendius um and i would like to try and use my wizardy ship powers uh to compel him uh to to tell the truth um and and simultaneously try and freeze him in place freeze him in place and force him to to speak the truth okay um okay i'll roll so wizardy shit i can roll twice um the first one be a fail but the second one is a success with a five okay well your two letters one is dark and the other you have accidentally uttered the forbidden syllable for blood magic oh god (laughs) as you sort of cast the spell you feel like these dark pricks of pain uh, in your hand as the wand seems like stab you and, and draw on oh. your life energy as this yeah, like the, it's like a, a the wounds that i had opened up from the the metal bowl drained for this uh, the wand itself i guess and it's like a tap opens up at the end of your wand and this torrent of like black oily goo um that just seems like it, it doesn't even reflect it's just like an absence of any light it just seems to spill out and splash around and it darts straight for Voldegore and it sort of wraps around him he's like oh god no ah, ah, and it grabs him almost like when Venom gets like his Ooh. his people and it's sort of like starts going down his throat and oh. sort of swishes him around as a column of this goop seems to pull up and, and dangle him by his feet in front of you with this sticky dark substance all over him that's clearly like there's a, a slight smoking as his flesh is being burnt by this material oh, oh god I, I'm so sorry I'm so sorry but just, just tell me, who are you really? I'm the one called Voldegore. I, I'm trying to destroy this awful school for what it's doing to children and the natural world. <laughs> what is it doing? You heard him, Garrett. He's trying to destroy Hobbleflots. Well, are you going to kill everyone that's here? I haven't decided yet. Oh, oh I, I don't know what to do, Harriet. What, what, I'm very confused. Follow your heart, Gary. And she tenderly sort of touches your chest. Goes, do what you know to be right. My eyes meet with hers, lingering for a moment. This kind of suggestion of, of maybe a, a sort of hint of a romance for a second. I, I blush. I'm like, a, oh, God. I I I, gra- I pick up in my hand the, uh, the the gun and I close my eyes and I point it up at him hanging upside down and I just empty the clip going blam 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 I think the camera just cuts like a wide shot of like the forest and just these gunshots going out and birds like flying up <laughs> and sure like the camera cuts back and there's just like this giant puddle of dark goo and blood mixed with like the bullet-ridden corpse of Voldegore. Uh, uh, I did it right, Harriet. I, I did good, right? At which point Dinglemore seems to just appear behind you with a hand on your shoulder and says, Oh God, what have you done, Gary? Well, what you told me to, you said, you said to kill Voldegore. That doesn't sound like something I'd say, Gary. <laughs> you just killed this man. You killed him in cold blood. Oh, right God, here on no. school grounds. No, no. I point the wand at myself and I say, Erisaurus presenter. My one spell, which banishes me to the unknown place. Very well. I'm going to say that you're too, you're too large. Like this, this just like fizzles out. <laughs> I think instead all your clothes oh. just like are ripped oh, from your body. God. And you're standing naked in this pool. And Dinglemore shakes his head and says, oh, that's so embarrassing, Gary. <laughs> Gary, this Gary, is, I'm so disappointed. This is the fucking worst. This is the worst day of my life. Why did you bring me here? I just killed someone. What's going on? I'm expelling Why? you, Gary. Why did you give me this gun? You're expelled. I want you off of school property within the hour. Come along, Harriet. And he sort of like puts his arm around Harriet and she sort of looks at you and just shakes her head in disappointment. He, well... Oh, God. And I think the camera pans out to this, like, scared, naked, like, blood-covered boy <laughs> as the tune starts up. Dim, 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 
Why are you playing the music? What's the music coming from? I fucking hate all of you. And we will leave our playtest there. Oh, Jesus. Tom, what did you think of the adventures of Gary Rotter? It was such a, an enchanting tale for all the family, <laughs> Tom. Such a, such a delightful kind of just like, you know, like, like kind of like it just hit upon that fairy tale kind of level of uh It's one of, for the ages, fantasy. yeah. It's the kind of tale which, you know, goes global and just captures the hearts and minds of children everywhere. Yeah. Uh, I, f- I feel like I, could, I was too busy just doing stupid things to actually engineer like a good game to test the mechanics. That, that's probably my bad. No, no, no. I think, I, think we, I think we managed to convey at least the core idea fairly well. Generally, if you fail the role, the magic does something weird uh, and not what you want it to. Uh, and if you succeed the role, it does what you intend it to. I think that, I think that makes sense. I, um, and, and yeah, I think like as you got more experience, you would learn which letters to, to use more and more. But I think yeah, for, I like that idea of sort of learning as you go as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you can keep your own personal notes and be like, hmm, interesting, this did that. So what does that mean? And like look, trying to work out which syllables seem to hold which power. Yeah, no, I think it, I think generally it's a, it's a good core idea. It just needs a, a little bit of extension. But otherwise, yeah, it's great. I think, yeah, the mechanic is good. We, I think we, yeah. we just need to work a bit more on the the lore of the world of Gary Rotter. I mean, <laughs> yeah. to be fair, J.K. Rowling had like a decade to write her book, her first book, right, or something. Yeah, that so, is true. We only had an hour. It's nice. It's one I might like to, you know, return to at some point with you, Tom. And just, I think we, we've definitely got something cool there, and definitely <sighs> very funny. I can see people thinking, you know, it's being a very fun game to do. Just like, oh, the one where yeah, you say silly words and spells happen, and we have to like, deal with the consequences. Okay. Yeah, no, I like it. Fantastic. Well, thank you as ever, everyone, for listening to the adventures of Tom, Tom, and Gary Rotter. Uh, we hope you enjoyed the episode. <laughs> if you like what you heard, uh, you can give us a, a follow on Twitter or a like on Facebook, etc., etc. Um, thank you again to the band Call Me Malcolm, of course, for letting us use their music. If you want to hear more of their stuff, you can check it out at callmemalcolm.bandcamp.com. Yeah. <laughs> and of course, I believe next week there will be Christmas Eve. Now, me and Tom are obviously uh, a bit busy with our holiday festivities so we've prepared uh, something else for our next two episodes for over the the christmas period which we hope you'll enjoy mm, yeah fun stuff uh it's uh it's gonna be interesting we're taking a a foray into a different style of podcast that we have not we've not uh, previously done i think it'll be i think it'll be fun i agree uh but then normal episodes shall resume in the new year so thank you again everyone uh and we'll be here again next time cheerio bye for now everyone have a good holidays <laughs>